Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Wrestle Culture. Red belt, blue belt. Everybody gets a shot. Red belt, blue belt. <laughs> Give it everything you got, Mr. Worldwide. Walter and the artist formerly known as Hobo Joe. Three Dallas boys, we don't know what time it is. Give us the wrestling, because we're ready to go. Let's have a good time. What's Vince waiting for? Man, he's got two nights. Two nights. And Cody <laughs> might show up, so give us the wrestling. Because we're about to go. Oh, 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 I'm going home. <laughs> I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by Phil Chambers and Michael Hamflet from What Culture for the very special WrestleMania 38 preview. Wrestle culture. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts where we review Raw, SmackDown, NXT, but oh, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay per views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a very good quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Phil and Hamflet here in Dallas to look ahead to WrestleMania 38. I'll be honest, lads, I haven't made any notes for this because I spent my entire time writing that excellent <laughs> homage to the greatest <laughs> WrestleMania song of all time. Sorry to Limp Biscuits my way, but it is Pitbull, Flowrider, and Lunch Money Lewis. You never forget that idea. You never forget Lunch Money Lewis. With green light. Um, how are you feeling now for ahead of, of this weekend? Um, I'm just floating along on a cloud. I'm surprised you two haven't booted me out of the window that we're looking out on into the pool below. Um on too much of a high to retain any sense of integrity at this point <laughs> the integrity will arrive like at some point during the Wrestlemania card I'm like this is still rubbish I'm having the time of my life but this is absolutely terrible right now the weather is beautiful in mm. Dallas I understand it's not fantastic back at home and like it. we survived the nerve wracking um, This we can get into our wrestling culture can't we yeah we survived the nerve wracking process of the 24 hours before you fly COVID protocol oh, testing. Yeah. Airports in general can often be tricky and they're yeah. trickier now than ever and we got through all of that. 
we've been able to I spend... didn't think they were going to let me in the country, if I'm honest. <laughs> I mean, you know, I didn't, I'm willing to say this on a podcast now. I wouldn't have said it before we left. What were they thinking? Um, <laughs> I think opening with Howdy for the security guy helped a lot. <laughs> we had to drag you kicking and screaming from a cowboy shop. <laughs> um, we're getting to spend quality time with Simon Miller, one of the most, oh, indeed, as we've already lovely. experienced, one of the most over wrestlers of WrestleMania weekend yeah. here in Dallas. And, whisper it, but we think we might be in the hotel next door to the control your narrative last. <laughs> we have been controlled and consumed by big hotels. It would appear. So yeah, we're in an Airbnb, that's right, isn't yes. it? And uh, it overlooks uh, two lovely pools. Mm. And we were just glancing at them yesterday, just getting sorted and settled. And we saw, well, we saw a massive jacked dude. Jacked guy. Jacked and we were like, <laughs> Who's that? Wouldn't that be funny if it was a wrestler, right, guys? <laughs> and then we sort of went, is that Braun Strowman? Who are his associates? <laughs> and we noticed EC3. He's in a hoodie, so you couldn't see yeah. like, his jacked arms. Yeah. Or and and then, there was some other little guy with him which <laughs> carrying his bags or something. Turns out that was Austin Harris. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, we, we spotted them uh, just the other day. And, uh, well, it's it's... We're recording this in advance, I will say this, of Friday. So if there's something massive happens tomorrow, then we won't be talking about it. Because um, tomorrow we'll be at WrestleCon, or right now I suppose we'll have been at WrestleCon. And uh, and then you and and Miller, Phil, are going to to SmackDown. You and I are going to the Ring of Honor Supercards. Mm -hmm. And then we've got two nights of WrestleMania and the Raw after WrestleMania and possibly the NXT Stand and Deliver show. It's it's um, it's always regardless of whether you do our job or whether you're just a wrestling fan. It's a mad, not even a few days, like a week, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's absolutely insane. The, the wrestling world descends on one town, and that entire town just gets absorbed by wrestling for the, for the time being. Uh, I think the best thing showing your excitement, though, Hamlet, this morning was like you're finally in Dallas, and you ran off to WrestleMania Access to spend a tenner to buy a Bret Hart T-shirt. Oh my god! <laughs> and you're like, oh, I gotta go see what merch they've got. So we went out of Wonder Down, and like all of us, I think collectively, it's fair to say. So we're like $10 just to yeah. go in the shop and then we get back and there's doing a bit of work and I'm thinking I can fold some of this in tomorrow I'm, I'm just going to pop out guys we're back in I'm like, I went to access like, yeah. it's the like, fiend's mind isn't it oh, the blob yeah. right there. it's really good um, I'm not going to we're not here to give a sales pitch to access there are pictures soon to be available at whatculture.com forward slash WWE of some of the best bits um, but they've got Bret Hart shirts they've got uh, Shawn Michaels and Diesel's t-shirts they've also got things if you're an e-modern wrestler I don't know why you would be but there's, uh, there's Roman Drexler it's genuinely good they've folded together Access and the Megastore in yes. one $10 experience you can spend more on like you can go $25 to see like the Undertaker's Graveyard experience you can spend like $10 to be arrested for historic sex offences in Alexis Playground you can do <laughs> Miz TV the KO show there's all sorts of stuff they're all like relatively cheap There's a ri- I was there while Ryan Satin was interviewing Kofi Kingston mm. just in the middle of the ring, he arrives and a wrestler is walking through a shop and it's like, this is kind of weird. But like for $10, it's actually, I would recommend it previously. Some of these cash grabs at WrestleMania Week have been absolutely <laughs> filthy, quite honestly. But I, for, you get your weekend for that as well. I would yeah. like, I, I honestly sound like I'm doing one of them like, like adverts that you're supposed to layer in and yeah. like <laughs> if you're here in Dallas and you've got a bit of a not that you're being a loose end with all the wrestling but yeah. if you want to do something relatively cheap and get a nice time out yeah. of it like there are ways to swing by aren't we as well yeah I think so yeah. why not did they have a big foam ring when I went I went to Access for Wrestlemania 28 because it was like oh first like WrestleMania, soft play but for grown and it was a literal soft play but it was a wrestling oh. ring but like I got in and I was super excited I was like I'm going to swanton off the top rope <laughs> uh, and then I started climbing up the top ropes and they were like oh no you're not allowed up the ropes and I was like what is the point in this it's what? a wrestling ring 
they want a swanton into a big chamber there a while back, didn't they? Yeah. So I just did a flip off the side into it. So they don't have still good fun. They don't have the ring. But they do have the entrance stage. I did Chief that as well. Screen, right? Right? So I came out to do. Triple H's music because you could only pick from like four songs. Well, well, I was there. Triple H it is then. Tons of themes were splashing up on the screens, right? So if you went back there and they didn't have the ring, but you wanted to do what you were going to do there, yeah. here, you could just do Jeff Hardy. And I'll pretend to be getting attacked. <laughs> but you can stop and do all your poses. You can get there in like a couple of minutes or something like that. I'll go check this out. It sounds great. Um, right, let's look ahead to the two nights of WrestleMania. Let's be honest, we're not going to have time to dive into every match in great detail. Some of them might just, I might just ask you who you think is going to win. Uh, but let's start with, with night one. I asked this of, of Miller with the predictions, Phil. What do you think main events? Is it is it just, just as straightforward as the KO show? It seems to be the KO show, but the only way that kind of makes sense as a main event is if it's setting something up for night two, surely. Like, I don't... I don't know. I don't know. Like uh, maybe just have the big pop of Austin and send the crowd home happy, seeing mm. Austin's done a KO, and that'll be fine. It just seems not anticlimactic. It seems like I don't know. I don't see it as a main event, but maybe Austin is. <laughs> well, so this is the thing. Like, it, it, there are not many special guests on a chat show segments that could justify the main event slot. Yeah. But Steve Austin in Dallas at WrestleMania is indeed one of them, and this whole thing is wholly unique. I was making this point in an article or another podcast. We've never ever had a two-night WrestleMania that has been, in the truest sense, a WrestleMania. Mm, yeah. Last year was, obviously, um, only partial attendance. Yeah. It was split, if for anything else, just for, like still felt very like COVID-based as to mm. why they split over the two nights. It was yeah. much better for it. We're obviously, this is a better area that we want to stick. Yes. The first one was in the gym, and it, that would have been water torture to watch eight hours in the performance <laughs> centre. So, f- so far, it's been out of necessity. This year, it's been done by choice. Now, they can thus play with this in a way that we've never experienced. They could sell something for night two. Steve Austin could hit stunners and um, announce that, I've had a blast. I think I'll come tomorrow night. Ooh, or, you know, WWE put a video up and announced that he's going to be on Monday Night Raw, whatever. Yeah. A continuation of something we've seen on night, night one to night two. Another wrestler on the card could be there. But Austin, in particular, used to be the guy that wanted to stay out there all night in the ring drinking beers, didn't he, and yeah. talking with the fans and all that. So maybe as a concession to him and his experience, it's not WrestleMania the show goes off the air with Owen's getting stunner, everybody's buzzing. But Michael Cole says, don't forget, WrestleMania continues tomorrow. It's not like, see you next year. Mm, yeah. That would feel weird, but don't forget this is all tomorrow. But Austin then, in front of, what, 50 plus thousand people? Yeah, doing grab his, a mic and do whatever he wants. Doing his post-match stick and nobody has to leave because we're all just enjoying the rattlesnake too much. Yeah. All that sort of thing like that. He might That might be a concession to him as much as it mm. is to the show itself. Yeah. But of all the times you can do it, this is probably the year. It's fascinating. And like we've said in the builds up to this, to be honest, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see maybe a thing at night too, maybe even a match if we're lucky, uh, whether that's... Night two or WrestleMania 39, mm. uh, or late say a, a raw, uh, appearance on, on Monday Night Raw. Being in Dallas for the glass shattering, and even just him coming out, talking a bit of trash with Kevin Owens, back and forth between those two, which Owens would must love. Yeah, ending with a with a stunner and see you tomorrow night is it's just magical. Yeah, absolutely. Like it doesn't really matter what he does. Seeing glass shatter Austin entrance and in Dallas as well like it's bucket list kind of stuff like I've never seen Austin live it's always been one that you're like oh just to be there for like mm. a glass smash pop would be amazing yeah. and there it is it's happening in like the first time in god knows how long I, like I've been trying to take a temperature obviously knowing about this trip I've been trying to take a temperature that people have got towards Austin obviously people who won't be fortunate enough to be in attendance and how all of this segment will feel yeah. and I do think um, 
there are going to be two distinct experiences if they bodge the segment. I think you're right. I think everybody in the stadium, us included, will just have a whale of a time. But more people won't be in the stadium than will be in it. And they can't just half arse it. Mm. Like, stunners and beers are nailed on. But how that's presented and how that's laid out and exactly how entertaining Owens is permitted to be before he you know, is left looking at the lights, I think that matters. I think that really matters. It's, it's one thing for the people who bought tickets to just be having a whale of a time embracing all of this. But it's quite another for the people at home to feel like they've got something out of this yeah. beyond what you would do on like a raw reunion. So the pressure is on them to make the segment count. Mm. We're talking about, is he going to rest next year? The thirst for that can be either like quenched or killed based on the quality of the segment. Yeah. It's sort of the co-main, I suppose, then, is, is the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. Um, one of many matches with sort of iffy builds and yet on the night the potential to steal the show. Yeah, absolutely. They've not done the best at building big women's matches over the last mm. few years. They've kind of lost their knack at it somehow. But, like, the way Charlotte Flair's going at the minute, um, she's not afraid to get in a bit of a scrap, let's say, in matches, is she? And Ronda Rousey, obviously, there's mm. like, look at her career. Um, so they're just going to go out there, they're going to lay it in, and I think this is going to be really fun. I don't see how Charlotte Flair allows this to not be something really, really, really good um, in terms of like big match feel and, and everything like that. I think Ronda Rousey has to win it, because um, yeah. I think there's way more interesting stories that you can tell with Ronda Rousey as a champ than you can with Charlotte Flair at the, champ, <laughs> at the moment mm. going forwards. Um, but like, no doubt, this is going to be so entertaining. I think it's so cool that um, Ronda Rousey said ahead of time that she was committing to all of this beyond WrestleMania. Yes. It's so much different than the usual somebody returns at the Royal Rumble, especially like X-Star returns at a mm. Rumble. We're kind of really used to the, what that cycle represents now. Like if they're winning the match at WrestleMania, then it's not for a belt. If they're fighting for a belt, they're probably not winning it. Ronda, just by saying that this is not the end, in fact, this is only the beginning of something bigger, yeah. has created at very least the expectation that she'll win the title or doubt around the result mm. and that's what this match needed to help it ascend beyond novelty or beyond oh Ronda's back you know, something that feels a little bit separate from the rank and file or the norm she's working house shows she's already worked this is not Ronda's first match we're not watching to see can she still do this we're just watching to see it play out we're going to see if she can have an entertaining match I want this to bang I really want this to bang for the women I don't um, I don't think that the story has been perfect but I don't think it's been the worst built thing it's whether or not Ronda can find that last little bit of spark it's not energy you can see she's throwing herself into this run but that little bit of spark that we've not quite had yet if the crowd and the atmosphere and the occasion just helps her find that last little ingredient because I think she was well on the way at the elimination chamber mm -hmm. like the the gee stuff was pretty cool She's been instructed to smile, yeah. so there's going to be a lot of smiling. <laughs> but yeah, when things, uh, when the rubber reads the reads the road, brother, like seeing her do that face that she did when Stephanie McMahon, it was like, do I give you a chance or do I break your arm? That again, for Charlotte Flair, I think is going to determine whether or not this Rousey return has been a success. I agree, and I, th I think, uh, I'm hoping this is more WrestleMania 34 than WrestleMania 35 yes. in terms of a Ronda Rousey WrestleMania match. And I think it will be, and I think it will be a, a great crowning moment for her, I agree. I think she is going to leave us as SmackDown Women's Champion. And get us to Ronda versus Sasha at some point, because oh. bloody hell I want to see that match so much. Because <laughs> you effectively, we're going to talk about Bianca, uh, sorry, about Becky Lynch in a second. You effectively, big picture stuff, and I know WWE is dreadful a lot of the time in long-term storytelling, but we can sit here and go, Ronda Rousey wins at WrestleMania 38, 
Becky Lynch, I think we're all agreed in saying, loses at WrestleMania yeah, 38. Yeah. And all you've got to do, whether it's for this championship or another championship or whatever you want to do, is get them to switch roles in terms of face and heel yeah. and then get them to WrestleMania 39 with a belt. Could be the SmackDown Women's Championship. You could leave it with Ronda all this time and have that storyline we've seen with Roman Reigns of the, the title and him becoming more and more paranoid or whatever it may be. It, that's what you've got to do to get to WrestleMania 39 and, and, yeah. and, and a really easy main event. Yeah, the one thing I don't want to see from this Ronda run is them to get caught up in the like edge way of booking things where he gets caught up in one storyline and I know he wants to tell like big long stories but then you end up with like one or two too many matches in a story yeah. um, I want this Ronda Rousey run if it is only going to be a year like Mania to Mania or whatever like get some other women in there get mm. quite a few different shots in there because there's a bunch of matches that we haven't seen with Ronda Rousey um, and sort of a new crop of talent that working with Ronda would be a great spotlight for them even if they're in a losing role yeah. um, and so I don't want to just see them do the Charlotte match three times and then like the Becky match three times and that's it like I want to see as many people in there with Ronda Rousey as possible yeah. they, big, cy- big, they big. cycled through like matches last time yeah. Right towards the end of a run. You remember she did like Sasha at the Rumble and Bailey on Raw yes. the next night, but these are ones and duns. They were yeah. like they weren't programmes really. Live more like the Riot Squad pretty much took a pace out. Like, they were just oh, we've only got so many Ronda matches, like yeah. cycle them out. Actual one month programmes. You've got potentially twelve between yeah. now and Becky Lynch next year. Do it. Yeah, you should be sitting here now. If they've decided, and I think they should, to put the belt on Ronda, you should sit there and go, right, we're at WrestleMania thirty eight now. We've got WrestleMania thirty nine. Here's all the shows we've got. I think you're right. I think you maybe do her versus Sasha at, let's say, SummerSlam. And yeah. maybe that's the, 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 the catharsis for the proper turn. Yeah. And like you say, you ain't struggling for, for matches in the interim. Mm. You know, a returning Bailey. You've got Asuka. You've got potentially her versus, let's just say, Bianca Belair at Survivor Series, for example, title for title. Yeah. It's, it's all so easy sometimes. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a little bit of a shame that they threw away the Sonya Deville thing, so flippantly mm. on Smackdown because like a decent build to a, a Ronda Rousey versus Sonya Deville match I think that would have been like really really interesting but then obviously it just got caught up in this Sonya Deville storyline Shayna Baszler Shayna Baszler exactly it's still there. they had that little moment of recognition with each other at Rumble just Rhea Ripley Rhea no. bloody Ripley yeah there's a lot there that we can do that would be very fun <laughs> Tamina <laughs> she's Nobody there as well <laughs> hey we aren't going to have a chance to talk about it, but let's be nice. The highlights of both nights is going to be the weddings, right? <laughs> Maybe that's what we end the show with. I've really messed up. I've that's to mention. the main event of no. night one. <laughs> that happens. And we go, Don't go anywhere because the wedding's <laughs> coming up next. Uh, hey, it's the one that did the big number on that Raw this yeah. week. I mean, it it's might have been Roman Reigns. Nope, Roman definitely not Roman Reigns. <laughs> also, Akira Tozawa, Tamina, Reggie, and uh, who's Reggie fancying? Dana Brooke. Oh, Dana Brooke. Brooke, yeah, that's it, of course. Uh, let's talk <laughs> Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, though. Another title switch there for you, Hamlet? Yes, I think so. They've um, done a good job with... Oh, they've done a good job, not so much with this build, but with making you forget that they've pretty much exhausted Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. Yeah. Like, legitimately <laughs> impressive. They had the match at SummerSlam. They had the rematch the following month where Bianca was unsuccessful. They had the triple threat in Saudi Arabia. I think mm-hmm. that also mm-hmm. included Sasha Banks, I want to say. And then I think there was one last tag match that folded Bianca out of the equation for a while and off she went to keep herself busy, basically. Yeah. They've done a really good job of isolating the last few weeks to be about this rather than everything that's come before. When they were kind of teasing the story of being like, well, you know, Bianca's kind of had her time and 
I don't think anybody was biting because why should she be an underdog? She's the EST, she's awesome at this. So they've made it, oddly enough, about hair. But it's worked, it's felt, it's resonated in a way that feels completely separate from everybody talking about dreams and talking about titles and talking about moments. This has gotten quite personal. They've injured each other physically. They've taken each other out of action on this road to WrestleMania. Becky has now had to unveil a new haircut because Bianca Belair has taken hair off her. And God forbid had Becky done it first because that response on Raw, when oh. she held those scissors to the braid, showed you that the braid stuff had worked as well. Genuinely, I've been quietly impressed with the like almost traditional feud route this has mm. taken. They don't like each other. We've not had them kept separated. They just do not like each other. And they've tried to enact that on each other once a week ahead of the big fight on the big night where a title is on the line, the stakes are as high as they get and good should prevail over mm. evil. Hopefully it's send evil away to rethink it's evil <laughs> to give us that one year to Rousey next year. Yeah. Or title versus hair WrestleMania backlash. Uh, why not both? <laughs> like, yeah, there's that meme. Like, you'll probably get both, yeah. Title versus hair the following month. But I, yeah, I like this. Open night one with that, would you? Yeah, I think that would be a good opener. Um, like Bianca Belair uh, is really good at sort of getting the fast baby-faced um, kind of action and like that as the, the first thing to go into it, especially if they go in hot, like which mm. they probably will, because like you say, they've built this to sort of a more personal level than most of the matches at WrestleMania. Um, so if they go in and like screw the lockups, just go straight in and go for each other. Um, I think that'd be a really hot start to the night. But yeah, like, Charlotte versus Rhea is a bit of a blueprint. That one where they were like, everyone was like, again, and then they were like, oh, what if we just kick each other's heads in? Yeah, let's change this up and go for each other. Um, uh, so yeah, I think that'd be really good fun. And like you say, Bianca Belair for me is the winner, and hopefully leading to Becky Lynch reconsidering big time Bex, let's say, and going to what, funnily enough, everybody wants to see from her <laughs> as being an incredible babyface. <laughs> Uh, let's fly through some of the other stuff on, on night one there. Uh, I feel bad just sort of skimming past him, but Drew McIntyre, Happy Corbin is only going one way, isn't it, Phil? And yeah, Happy gonna Corbin's get getting we'll... stabbed in the face with a giant sword. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to get to your thoughts on this in a second, because you think it's not going to matter about Drew or yeah. Corbin. But yes, Drew McIntyre wins. With a stabbing of a sword. <laughs> <laughs> the Phil is too much now. Uh, like Miller was saying it on the predictions video, I've been saying this for ages, if they, someone doesn't get stabbed with this goddamn sword, even if they turn it into some kind of Hollywood trick sword, you know those things that go inside the handle Ooh, a little yeah. bit, so he can stab them just a little bit and it looks like it's gone in. <laughs> and then they have a blood and he just has to pretend. Nobody yeah. look. And his tongue comes out and he falls over. Something's got to happen with this goddamn sword because I'm not having it. It's too much of a character in this angle. It's got its own name. It is a yes. character in this storyline someone's got to get stabbed that's it see Phil's gone with a conventional prediction so I'm going to have to say something wacky now (laughs) (laughs) Drew can stab Corbin they don't care anymore Madcap Moss has got funny boots (laughs) Vince McMahon has seen Madcap Moss and has seen uh, remember like when the Bret Hart Tommy tape dropped and this was 1986 and Vince was like oh cool we've got a new Hulk Hogan it's like this is two years into the six years of Hulk Hogan you know like like him better now (laughs) you see Drew McIntyre any braces <laughs> no boss I've, I've just been me for two years doing everything you wanted like, yeah, got any braces and funny boots he's fallen in love with my cat boss yeah the, the Baron Corbin not liking the joke stuff has taken centre stage over everything on Smackdown lately yeah. when it comes Drew comes at he gets the sword he's ah, I'm going to get it they're repeating that thing every there's no development there's no development in the story of Drew getting Corbin yeah. there is four weeks of development in 
Baron Corbin not liking Madcap Moss's jokes. Yeah. This is a vehicle. Drew McIntyre's WrestleMania is a vehicle for Madcap Moss wow. to like get And them. that's the real prediction, isn't it? He cost, <laughs> he cost Baron Corbin the match somehow. Yeah. Like, like Drew couldn't beat Baron Corbin. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it starts the face turn for him because yeah. it's, it's obviously going to happen. And then WrestleMania Backlash, we get Baron Corbin versus Madcap Moss. The Madcap Maniacs are going to be buzzing for this. <laughs> Run through a couple of the tag matches. Usos defending the SmackDown tag titles against Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Title change or not? Nope. Chronic total embarrassment to the WrestleMania card if we're being completely <laughs> frank about this. Should be on WrestleMania SmackDown. Yeah, who sells retain? Yep, 100%. Good. Yeah. And <laughs> in terms of the other tag Well, at least we'll get a good Nakamura entrance. Boogs playing the guitar. Boogs playing a good fancy guitar on the WrestleMania stage. Boogs should wear Nakamura trousers so they look like a proper tag team as well. Yeah. And this is and a get new... a big guitar made from the WrestleMania logo. Yes, a and big it... star. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I like that. And also, this is a year away, of course, from we talked about, you know, um, Ronda and Becky, and this is a year away from Boogs taking the title of Roman Reigns because he's the only guy left. <laughs> um, New Day versus, I mean, at the time of recording, it says Sheamus and Ridge Holland could be Sheamus and Butch, could be Butch and Ridge Bloody Holland. Doesn't really matter the combination because there's only one winner here. Yeah, New Day got a win because there's a cloud hanging over this anyway. We all love Big E and I'd love it if he was well enough to be there. I'm not sure if he is or if that's a risk or whatever, a literal flight risk perhaps. But if he's there to just smile and wave on the ramp, he'll get an enormous response and they need to get the win for the field. But I would like him to be creative. I would like, it's not fair on our butchy boy that he's lost his WrestleMania matches. He was going to be in a six man. This mm-hmm. is like, get creative. You've got a bunch of legends. You've got a bunch of people in that team. Once somebody gets to be in the New Day for the night, yeah. gets to wear Daft New Day gear, gets to sing and dance, chuck some pancakes out. Anybody, literally. Finn Balor. Finn Balor. Like, pick your favourite legend, pick your favourite wrestler backstage, people listening to this show, and imagine how they'd look in the New Day. That'd be funny, wouldn't it? Let's have a six man. Like, I, I just think, why not be creative with this? Austin, bring him out twice. I've got to be honest. LTSC with the last time they were in Dallas. <laughs> yes. When I said there's only one winner here, I meant fight night. I thought that they, they had to give. I, I genuinely thought Seamus and, and Ridge are going to win because. They feel like this one's going directions and the New Day can afford to lose. So you get a casting vote here, Phil. Who, who wins? I will, I will take this as well. I'll go with them. Because, um, yeah, like you say, the New Day can lose to pretty much anyone on the card now and it's not really going to hurt them in the long run. Like they'll, they can heat up the New Day in any way, shape or form when they go out from this. And Seamus, Rich Holland and uh, Butch, they kind of need it a lot more. You, you can't form a group like this and then have them lose. They've done this before and it's never, ever, ever worked. They I'm, need to be a little bit dominant at least. I'm happy to lose this on the grounds that I can prove your point, Phil, and just disprove my own. When they fell out of the box of boot heels, incredible WrestleMania moment. Yeah. They lost to the League of Nations. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, like, you absolutely could do that. Um, well, we're going to get through sort of all the celebrity matches in one go, um, but the biggest name, not on the card yet, is Cody Rhodes. Will he show up? Yes. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness. Seth Rollins at the time is, of course, announced to be facing an opponent of Mr. McMahon's choosing. I think they can have some fun with this, but I think at the end of the day, it is always going to be Cody, despite the little, you know, the Meltzer story we saw the other day. Yeah. And the, the, the doubt that's being cast out there and Seth tweeting images and gifts of, of every wrestler not named Cody Rhodes that he could potentially face, basically. But it is going to be Cody on the night. Yeah, like it has to be at this point. Anything <laughs> but would make people riot, probably, like legitimately. Like, if he doesn't show up in this, I don't yeah. know how fans react to the rest of the show. Like, that's it. That's mm. the show dead, then, surely. It's a fair point. It's, I mean, it wouldn't, like, this feels very cordy to attempt to stir up a bit of last minute um, drama mm. about yeah. his attendance. It feels extremely him. Let's not forget that. 
you can trace AEW back to many things. One of them was a $10 bet with Dave Meltzer. <laughs> you know, when it kind of run all in with 10,000 people, or a $50 bet, whatever it was. Um, get Cedric's book. There's a much greater story than me. Yeah. <laughs> Tossing it off on a podcast. But like, that was with Dave Meltzer kind of having a bit of fun back and forth. We can assume of various breadcrumbs over the years that they're probably on speaking terms. Yeah. Why would this not happen now of all weeks that you just add that last little bit of Codyverse drama and excitement to build the tension for, sun, for Saturday night? Um, I'd never considered that, Phil. You do stand to kill the crowd if it isn't him. So if that is a problem that they're going to have, it's a bet they just might have to lie on the night and yeah. keep fingers crossed at Austin. I mean, saves, don't get me wrong, if day. it is Shane McMahon, I will laugh my ass off oh, and have a great there's time. ridiculous <laughs> troll WWE pack to be had from this. I, like, I think it's going to be Cody. I'm fairly confident it is Cody, but the prospect of it being Shane McMahon instead, and then not so much him entering, but then the bell ringing and it being two minutes in and people turning to the person next to him going, this is the match. Like, and not the, the realisation when like, yeah. no, this is what we're getting. Oh my word. And then the boos yeah. start raining down. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. If, if people are getting this angry by him not showing up to Raw when he hasn't been advertised, yeah. like uh, doing all of this, like teases leading up to WrestleMania and everybody thinking this is going to be the match and then not doing it oh. and don't see the fans <laughs> reacting in a good way. But, and Miller and I sort of uh, worked on this together, the idea of Vince McMahon introducing... Uh, an incredible wrestler who's the son of one of the best wrestlers and promoters in, in all of history Shane McMahon coming out <laughs> and Vince turning to his own son and going what the bloody hell are you doing it's not you and then you have to do the full Cody entrance no? oh yeah if it's happening like and I want Shane's baseball jersey there's a what available the WrestleMania accent stuff it's a WrestleMania one it's got like American flags on it and stuff and I want Vince to be like what are you Shane you're an American nightmare <laughs> and, uh, yeah but the, the elevator raised him up uh, yeah. adrenaline in my soul something something Cody Rhodes brandy for the night yeah um, loads of funhouse mirrors and smoke just to get a little bit of a wink and a nod deal. in there yeah Pharaoh because he's come to a place where he's not going to get barbecued <laughs> or kept privately like they uh, just I, the, the whole as much Cody Rhodes as you can get away with yeah. you should mm. Cody Rhodes needs to throw up on it and as well yeah. the most mind. ridiculous American get up that oh, you can the possibly whole find thing, bear in mind the last time he wrestled on uh, like a Wrestlemania was in this building in his dad's polka dots sick of his life for Stardust a few yeah. months before he walked away that in itself as a side by side of uh, look what I did mm. in itself like if, if in three months when he is fighting Sheamus for mid-card titles he can look back and say I did that yeah all justified basically yep here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs coming off their parents plan or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash whatculture. Let's transition to, to sort of night two, and I'm going to do that by mentioning the other match I have mentioned from night one and a couple from night two involving celebrities and, and how we think they're going to get on. Night one is, is, of course, the Mysterios versus the Miz and Logan Paul. And then night two, you've got uh, Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. Anything goes. And Pat McAfee, who sort of, you know, isn't, I wouldn't just class him as celebrity per se, but it is a sort of weird hybrid match with, with Austin Theory. How do you think the three of them get on on WrestleMania? Um, so, Pat McAfee... He can't win, can he? Like, Austin Theory's going through quite a big push at the minute. Like, um, obviously, Vince McMahon's been high on him for whatever reason mm. um, and been pushing him big time. He's like, he doesn't do storylines with any wrestler, does it? He's going to pick yeah. someone that he actually sees something in for this. Yeah. So, as much as I would have a lot of fun with Pat McAfee beating him at WrestleMania, I think he has to get something, even if it's like a sneak victory after Pat McAfee's done something stupid. With Vince? Vince, I'd love Vince to be out there just because it'd be funny. Uh, but I, d- I don't know. I don't see it. He's really old. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want him to, to insist on taking a punt to the head as hard as possible from time I can use Loden, Loden, and then you know they can put him over on a documentary for it or something. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. My expectations have been substantially lowered. What I think by what I think is one of the worst stories going into this. Like I, I love Pat McAfee a great deal more than I should, and like Austin Theory is proven himself worthy enough of like decent matches you know but the story's just not there for me and the magic of what was initially pitched is not there for me yeah. so I think I need that level of bollocks I need Vince being involved or I need the match to kind of over deliver out of nowhere to that end I, I don't know I think I'm swinging McAfee's way I just don't think you're right you're applying the logic to the Austin theory need something after WrestleMania I just don't think they care I think yeah. they'll play to it and it's like on Monday I got beat by the commentator so what next week is fighting for the US title <laughs> next week he's going to beat Finn Balor again yeah <laughs> stuff just happens doesn't it so I could well see him like taking this out and then because McAfee's back to Smackdown and Theory's back to Raw so it's yeah. not even like they need to kind of see each other or acknowledge it after the fact yeah uh, one of many WrestleMania backlash predictions from myself and Miller uh, previewing this weekend. I think Vince McMahon gets involved, takes a ridiculous bump. Austin Theory gets the surprise win, and then WrestleMania backlash. Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory, where McAfee puts his job on the line. Okay. And I think he wins there. All right. But I think he loses here at WrestleMania. Knoxville. Yeah, Knoxville to win. Um, this is going to be about the body of the match itself, isn't it? I want. Uh, I imagine the cast of Jackass are yes, secretly yeah. holding up in a hotel now with Wee Man getting thrown to another table by Brock Lesnar, um, which Sami Zayn can 
Yeah. What's been quite nice is that Sami Zayn taking all these calls on from his number being put out and all and stuff we haven't seen on television, but stuff in social media sort of suggested that Sammy's starting to believe that the world is against him. So in this particular situation. So when Johnny proves that by having all of his friends attack with the various stunts and I think it's been an absolute blast. Yeah, um I don't really care who wins this, not quite honestly, like Sammy's in well, we're gonna have a great time. Easily lose to Johnny Knoxville, but I'm really looking forward to this. I know I probably shouldn't be looking forward to it as much as I am, but I'm genuinely looking forward to this. It's gonna be mental it's going to be bollocks Sami Zayn's reactions to everything that happens to him is going to be absolutely incredible and I can't wait and Johnny Knoxville's going to do something really stupid it's going to be really fun I think Knoxville wins and I think that's the reason why they took the IC title away from all this because yeah. they want Knoxville yep. to win I think you can get the jackass lads involved and it all plays into the conspiracy theory which is proven true right up until the moment Sami Zayn wins money in the bank <laughs> still swinging on still got that pasty bet going baby I, I keep thinking of like my favourite jackass clips as to something to use and my most, my most recent one is the you remember when they built the loop uh, they were trying to skate up and round it and a few yeah. of them actually got round it um, and then they added like fireworks to the skateboard yeah. and it was like taping Sami Zayn to a loop and using fireworks to shoot around the loop and it goes off the stage this <laughs> <laughs> bit isn't a crap I think I've just had an idea because I was thinking then as you said oh, favourite fav- not favourite but just really memorable Jackass mm-hmm. sketches anything goes which means anyone can get involved whether that be Preston Lacey or Wee Man or Chris Pontius or Steve-O or famous <laughs> Jackass alumni and Wrestlemania legend Butterbean oh <laughs> wow oh yes it's just come to me that bosh oh my god Yes, well born. I love it. And that wins Jack, Johnny Knoxville the match. Yeah. I mean, that just came I out of nowhere. Really great. Um, Logan Paul, uh, what happens please, in this match? Please, 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 Mysterio's win. I don't really care about this match at all. Oh, <laughs> not, got some not... bad news for you. I want, to, I want to tell you about something. So, for um, three years now, remember when Dominic, <laughs> three years. When Dominic Mysterio was going to be ringside with uh, Rey Mysterio against Samoa Joe? Yes. And then they dropped it and never happened. Yeah. Well, Back around that time, um, we thought that the reason Dominic Mysterio was going to be placed there was that, you know, how like he'd hoisted Ray on his shoulders. Uh, we thought, a bit silly little thing, really. Silly little thing. We just, we sort of thought it'd be funny if one day that was long term storytelling. It was to, like, do we, I, I don't know if you know the move. It's called an electric chair. <laughs> and, like, uh, basically, if he does it on the ramp, obviously, where he was once toasting Ray when obviously. he United States title, a bit more long term storytelling, he drops him, <laughs> right? Now, Try this on size. Imagine three years ago on that night, just like we always said. Called it. We said it would happen at WrestleMania 38 following the Mysterios losing against the Miz and let me just say, Logan Paul. <laughs> and on night one, we said. We, we said it was going to be a two-do night WrestleMania. Just like we always said it would happen in those exact circumstances. Now, far be it for me to like sort of tread over your prediction there. But unfortunately, we've been clinging on to this one for three years. We called it. Yep. We, are, we, like, we wouldn't have integrity as wrestling podcasters <laughs> if we didn't stick to the prediction we made exactly three years ago. Logan Paul and the Miz get the win. <clears throat> Rey Mysterio's got a sore leg. Can you describe maybe how it might play out once he's carrying him to the back? I just don't know. I'd, like, you would think he'd just put his out, come on, Dad, let me get you to the back. But, like, his leg's really bad, Will Bond. It's really bad. Come on, Dad, I'll bother you. You prick! <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, if it happens. I mean, there's definitely nothing out there that disproves your theory that no. you predicted this three no, years ago. No. We, we've never been wrong. No, right? never, no. And, uh, it's why we saved it all this time. Because if, <laughs> if we had pitched this, right? If we had pitched this crazy. on every pay-per-view Monday Night Raw and SmackDown for the past, we'd sound like a couple of dickheads, right? 
We'd sound like we'd no credibility, like it'd just be oh, these clowns on a podcast again. We've had to stay firm to it taking place at this night and this day on this occasion. You think about like the classic WrestleMania pops, that, that noise for like Hogan and Rock or you know Kofi winning the big one or whatever mm. it may be. And like obviously with this one, the people are gonna assume the big pop or the most memorable pop from WrestleMania is Glass Shatter and Here Comes Stone Cold or Cody. <laughs> I can just imagine, like, it happens. There's this stunned silence, and just you just hear, <laughs> yes, <laughs> right at the back of the year. Uh, if this, if this actually happens, this is the new, the iconic's illegal. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Right, uh, I'm gonna you indulge me there. I'm gonna let indulge you here. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about their women's tag team championship match. It's Queen Zelina and Carmella. Versus Sasha Banks and Naomi, Sasha Banks and six at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. Versus Natalia and Shayna Baszler. <laughs> Fatal four way for now, Hamlet. Billy and Asuka. No, right. It- I have a bit of a scoop on this actually, since we're talking about adding people to this. Go on. I don't know whether it is a scoop or not, or whether I'm reading way too much into WWE.com's labeling of photos. But I was editing the predictions video before, well, so I downloaded all of the match graphic photos yeah. off the website. Every single one of them has the exact same naming system of like WM38 underscore this person, this person, blah 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 mm-hmm. blah. Yeah. All exactly the same, except for this match. Mm-hmm. Because this match is labelled Temp underscore blah 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 blah. So whether I'm reading way too much into WWE.com staff here, or whether there's actually another version of this match graphic that may well come out after SmackDown or something. Look, Phil, I know. (laughs) I don't want this podcast to be about outlandish predictions. In the last match, I was saying something. I was exact science. What has Wilborn spoken? I think Braun's out there again. They're controlling the narrative. Get a picture. Get a picture of them controlling the narrative. (laughs) You're watching live content. Sorry, you carry on. Yeah. So there has been a lot of narrative being controlled outside. (laughs) Those bastards at Big Swimming Pool are getting a talking to. Um, No. I love it. I love that. I love that so much because I want it to be true. I want um, one of two. I want Bailey to have something. Like, she missed yeah. Ashley's last minute. She's good to go. Ask her as well. Um, I think if it's not Bailey and Asuka being added as a random team, because this match is meaningless, it's full of meaningless teams. teams yeah. yeah, it's not even. It wouldn't even shake the so called credibility of this contest if they were just added to it. Yeah. But um, if not Bailey and Asuka. Uh, Sasha and Naomi to win to snap the streak as Wilborn suggested Sasha's going to get her win because if we are paying attention to the TV and goodness knows why he would in the storyline the champions lose all the goddamn time <laughs> and they lose willingly as well Carmella plus just they're already arguing because Carmella can't stop thinking about sex yeah exactly oh yeah I forgot about that bit Sasha shouldn't be doing this yeah. nonsense but they're the only team to have constantly in this endless parade of 50-50 matches they've at least kept winning yeah. So that's something rather than nothing, I think, for the ex-Team Bad is incredible. <gasps> Imagine, Team Bad could win the belts, and then they could attend the wedding of the third member of Team Bad. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a, a maids of honour. I actually, of all the things, don't want Sasha to win this, because I think it's like it's kind of meaningless if she does win it, mm-hmm. and she'll just be tag team champions with Naomi for a bit, and that'll be, let's face it, a bit crap, because they don't care about those belts whatsoever. I would much rather 
Sasha lose this, continue the losing streak, they actually turn it into a thing mm. where she gets really, really annoyed Love that. that she's on this massive losing streak on Mania. Like the first show, like the Smackdown after Mania or whatever, like she can turn on Naomi because nobody cares about that tag mm-hmm. team anyway, right. does she? And she can become really, really pissed off at her position on the card. Mm. Turn on Naomi, that's a good first match to do at WrestleMania Backlash. And then super heel Sasha Banks goes on an absolute tear for a year until next year's WrestleMania when she wins the big one and breaks the streak. Fantastic. I think if they can actually create that into a story that lasts a year, I think I'd much rather see that than just Sasha wins just because they've got no better option. It was me, th- <laughs> it was me thinking I was going too daft pitching stupid Rey Mysterio storylines and here you come with a year-long Sasha Banks story arc in the 2022 WWE. No, I really like that. God, there's other wrestlers out there now. You know, you're just looking out and you're like, that person looks familiar and are they a wrestler or am I just <laughs> someone's going to meet the controlling narrative lads so that's all I was concentrating on yeah. it's very rare that I watch a Wrestlemania match and go don't care who wins this <laughs> and, and I mean that in the nicest possible way not as in oh, I'm just not asked. Yeah. I mean it as in I can easily see any of these three teams winning and I'd be almost happy with all of them because there's potential for a split or, or just a development that takes us to Wrestlemania backlash but my word that Raw triple threat for the tag team titles, the Raw tag team titles, was absolutely, in WWE's words, stupendous. And the fact that they're following it again, RK-Bro, uh, this time the Street Profits involved, of course, and the Alpha Academy, I, I don't really mind who wins that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm going to go with my heart on this, because I don't really have a gut feeling about who's probably going to win. Maybe mm. RK-Bro, it depends what they're gonna, how long they're going to keep them together for. But I just want Alpha Academy to win it just because I want Gable to have something really nice on a big stage because um, he's never really had a big WrestleMania moment or anything. And I just love him. He's just so bloody and good. <laughs> and now like, he finally seems like he's got something that like WWE maybe care a little bit about mm. in the Alpha Academy stuff. And the stuff he's been doing has been brilliant. He's got the shoosh thing. He's got something over. He's not Shorty G anymore. Oh. Um, I think like if it's ever going to happen for just a nice moment for Chad Gable, the kind of worlds are coming together to make that happen this year. So I, I really want them to win just for my own personal. I want him to try and shoosh WrestleMania as well. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> shoosh shoosh 100,000, according to reports, <laughs> uh, people at WrestleMania. Who do you think wins uh, I'm going to go with RK, bro. Mm. I, the, the lack of a turn, unless it's actually happened at WrestleMania, kind of out of the blue. Um, the lack of turn now has made me think they've just quite enjoyed what they've got. And all of this is going to... This is going to be very, very entertaining. Like, hugely entertaining, well-worked filler. Yeah. I think this will be a very, very enjoyable match in and of itself. I think all of the teams are going to look great getting special WrestleMania outfits made out of proper tag teams of which they all are none of them feel thrown together at this point this Raw tag division is kind of ruled I think this match will be really really tremendous but it just they're happier with RK Bro than I think anyone internally realised and they're just going to maybe leave it that way uh, in terms of some of the other matches, uh, we've got Edge versus AJ Styles. Dreadful building, it's fair to say, <laughs> and yet potential to, to, to steal the show on the night. Yeah, I mean, it could go either way, couldn't it? Um, I uh, I made a point on another podcast, I think it was the Raw one, where these stadium great wrestling capital G, capital W matches don't always land. There's kind of a history of that in the stadium era of WrestleMania. If you think of Chris Jericho versus Edge or CM Punk versus Chris Jericho or there are more and I've not just meant to isolate Chris Jericho then. <laughs> AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. Another one. But there, there are lots. If you go looking back through, a lot of the wrestlers that you want to have this total ripper 
either because the crowd are tired or because of the placement of the match, or indeed because sometimes the match just doesn't connect. Brian Danielson, uh, Brian Danielson versus AJ Styles at Royal Rumble the other year, yeah. to mind as well. There is like even the best can sometimes yeah. struggle in this stadium setting just because it's strange. Feels more WWE in a stadium. It's, than they it always New talk Japan. about it as well, like the kind of disconnect that they get with the yeah. stadium because they're so used to the arena echoing all the mm-hmm. noise back down at them. And it's like even Austin said that wrestling in an open stadium is it's more like, intimidating. It's hard yeah, to it's read the crowd. Bombastic, big bluster guys versus sometimes the techie. Anyway, yeah. it, that's not to say this will happen here. Edge has proven that you can do it in massive stadiums time and time again. AJ Styles has not in WWE ones. Yeah, oddly enough, like he's got it in his locker, but just not in WWE. Again, it's kind of like I said this about another. I hope this bangs for them because I, if it's a bit indulgent and the build certainly has been, they could possibly lose them. I don't know. Maybe measured expectations are ever going to help my personal enjoyment. I would just say if you're going and thinking five stars, maybe temper that slightly and you won't be disappointed. Yeah, I really want this to bang because it's one of those ones. It was as soon as Edge stuck, like came back at the Royal Rumble, like Edge versus AJ Styles was one of the dream matches that everybody was pitching. Um, and so, like, I just really want it to be really good. And AJ's had, like, he's, had, he's done good stuff at Mania, but I don't know if he's had, like, that huge Mania moment yet. Like, he had the Boneyard match, but you can't count that because it's a very, very different <laughs> thing. Um, so to just have that and, like, almost, like, fix Edge in terms of match quality, like, in ring, in a way. Like, I don't know. Like, I really want it to be really, really good just for, yeah, just for that. Like, AJ Styles getting a big moment at WrestleMania, even maybe beating Edge. Mm. Um, would be a big thing. Um, I think Edge has to kind of win, doesn't he? This screams more match series. I will be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. if they keep Helena selling me, I will be amazed if this isn't a three pay per view series. But then uh, reasons what I was saying earlier about what I hope they didn't do with Ronda Rousey is doing this Edge thing that they've always done, and he wants to yeah. do the big three match series. Is, is, mm. uh, and we saw what happened with AJ and Shinsuke Nakamura when they went on a big run of series. Like the storyline isn't there at the beginning. Like, mm. the build to this has not been good. No. And so I don't see them saving that by running it for three months. Yeah. Because they're not started on a good footing. Like, you really need a good starting point <laughs> to be able to do a long-running feud. Like, maybe they could come back to it, like at SummerSlam or something down the line, but I don't really want them to go into a mm. multi-match thing straight away with this. Bobby Lashley to beat Omos? Yeah, it'd be weird if he didn't. <laughs> like, totally, it'd be... Totally agree with that, it, yeah be a huge moment for Romos but I don't also see them pushing into a Bobby Lashley level instantly for all that Monday's thing failed with knocking him over when you didn't really need to you should have saved that what it did do was prove that the making Bobby Lashley baby facing has worked he got a big response I think he's going to get a massive one and the last thing you want to do is dilute that by having him look like a loser straight out of the game yeah. like his turn is fairly fresh yeah and uh, you, can, you can get almost back to a level that you'd want him at by just running through a bunch of goobers for a few weeks like, I want to be I think he's his level monstrous yeah. losers at the big, the big match on paper yeah. Yeah. or premium live event uh, finally of course Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns WWE Champion versus Universal Champion winner takes all match it, it's going to unify the titles uh, who leaves Michael Ambler as unified WWE champion? Stone Cold Steve Austin. No, <laughs> Roman Reigns, I think, um, and I don't think that's bold or you know out there. And it's, I'm really hyped for this, but I'm a little bit. I'm, I feel like I want to whisper this because I don't want to kill anyone's buzz. I'm a little bit wary of the quality of the match. I'm so hyped for the match because they've done an excellent job at selling this as brand new when it is evidently not. It's going to be the third WrestleMania match they've had. The first one was great, but for odd reasons. The second one, absolutely bombed. An atomic bomb. Um, and they've wrestled relatively recently. They were supposed to wrestle even more recently than that, had Roman not got COVID for day one. So they've done a really, really stupendous job. 
stupendous, of um, <laughs> making this feel like a fresh version of an otherwise fairly old match. I, Roman wins, and I, I can't yet visualise WrestleMania just ending with Roman holding the belts up. No idea. Like, he's, it's like, I don't know, he's a, he's a heel, it's a bit like... His music is really repetitive. Can they do that again? Like, uh, yeah, I know. But he did last year. He did yeah, last it's year, like two, two years, years in a row. In a row. Nothing says dominance like going with a heel to yeah. retain at WrestleMania two years on the spin, and, and I get that. And people love this character as well. Um, I don't know if I mentioned, but down at WrestleMania Access, uh, <laughs> wore every Roman T-shirt from the last year you, you can buy. I mean, why would I want any of them? I don't know. But like, <laughs> you know, getting sold out the arse, and just they love him. It's it makes sense. You know, it's the one. To use their terminology, the beast he's never quite been able to definitively slay. Save for that one SummerSlam time where they had to shoot him from upwards because the fans were already leaving. It's it's got to happen, I think. It feels inevitable. I don't yet. I can't yet judge how great the match is going to be. I hope this is going to sound like absolute nonsense by Sunday night, and they have they absolutely tear the stadium down to the ground. I hope it is every bit the um, like Battle of the Behemoths, Ultimate Challenge, you know, Godzilla, King Kong. Yeah. I hope it's all of those things. Don't know. Yeah. I think we're all agreed that we think Roman leaves as, as unified champion. Yes. Yeah. The big question I want to ask you, Phil, is: Is Paul Heyman eating an F five? <laughs> <laughs> that would be very entertaining. They need to do something with the Paul Heyman mm. aspect of this because um, it's one of the big um, sort of wild cards that have been attached to the match. Like he has to get involved somehow. Has the terrified Paul Heyman face and yeah. Brock Lesnar go after them and they'll probably tease it a few times where very Roman worthy that as yeah, well that, like, where Roman will interject and like he'll run past him and clothesline him on the outside or whatever and stuff like that and build to it yeah. but I think they've got to do something like that and they paid it off with the CM Punk angle I mean I know it was different circumstances <laughs> CM Punk versus Ryback um, but like they, they ended up doing something and mm-hmm. Paul Heyman got his own and I think he needs to get his own now on a big stage and that'll like if, if Roman's winning like that's his big moment then Brock needs to have the Paul Heyman aspect to it and it also gives a little bit of a like an understanding as to why Brock might have won because Paul Heyman had to get involved and things like that and we might see the Usos in this like you never know but I'd, Roman's been keeping them out of the sort of really big match stuff and just been going to it on his own recently hasn't he but I think like with this like you were saying the Brock Lesnar match like what's it actually going to be like like mm. he seems to have had sort of two formulas-ish for matches in recent years where you'd either do like two three minute squash where the other person gets the naff all <laughs> in or he has the big back and forth like 50-50 match that he ends up just winning after like three or fives or whatever but I think like they need something else it needs like another level to this because mm. the amount that this has been built to where the storyline is like it, it needs something else something else to elevate it above everything else that Brock Lesnar's done in recent years and just a normal Brock Lesnar two big guys smashing each other yeah. for a bit I don't know if that cuts it <laughs> But it is just, it is huge. Like, in terms feels of massive. Whatever it is, now it's going to be really good. Now we're really here looking forward to it. Like, it sort of feels like there's like two statues erected in the yeah, city at yeah. present and one's going to crumble on Sunday. It does it, it has that. They've, 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 they've done it. Yeah, they, are, they have done like, it. They, it's both taken, of these characters as well, so yeah. different to what we've seen from them going up against each other in the past. Like, wildly different from mm. both sides as well, which is really interesting. It's been arduous at times, if you think about the the years that it's taken for this match to mean what they've wanted it to mean. Yeah. But I think people feel it now. I think The Rock shows up. I don't know. Like, I'm on Miller's train, what you were saying in the predictions video before. Like, advertising the rock a year in advance these days like I mean how they did it like what seven eight eight oh god how many years ago was it now yeah WrestleMania 28 to 29 that was 
like eight years ago. Yeah. Um, well, no, ten years ten ago. Years, it's yeah, yeah. isn't it? What we're talking about. Like, it's a different world for The Rock now. He's A, much older, and B, much, much richer and more famous <laughs> than he was back then. Um, so I don't, I, I don't know how you can and be safe in the knowledge that The mm. Rock is definitely going to be available for WrestleMania next year. Uh, well, let us know your thoughts on, on everything for WrestleMania, both nights, and who you think leaves as champions and, and wins the big ones, and well, whether Cody Rhodes or not will show up uh, on Twitter, <laughs> at WhatCultureWWE. But enough of all that, it's now time for a... Bloody Good Quiz! And this week's quiz is brought to you, if you want to sponsor a uh, what culture, a wrestle culture quiz... Uh, then all you have to do is leave us a five-star review on iTunes, just as <clears throat> WWE, 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 we, WWE, WWE, <laughs> we has done on iTunes, and they write <clears throat> WWE, 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 Sick of these tribal AW sexuals getting in our uh, <laughs> reviews. My favourite thing about this is he hasn't just typed WWE once, copied and pasted no. it loads of times. He's typed it in every single time. WWE, WWR and, w, and we. we. <laughs> really cool, mate. I also like the fact it's the biggest wrestle culture of the year. And they're like, who's he going to be? <laughs> WWE, WWE. You right one. Yeah, right one. <laughs> Uh, so of course we're going to do loads of questions about Wrestlemania it's not a new quiz it's just stolen from an old Wrestlemania quiz because <laughs> this week is oh, what the maddest work week we have every year yeah yeah. and I think because the thing is wouldn't change it either oh, oh no, no absolutely it's, it's not it's his first world problem which do we have with that bastardised crown jewel because it's the crown jewel of our <laughs> working year isn't it because it's, it's not just and we referenced this earlier it's not just you know the Smackdown the Wrestlemania Smackdown the Raw after Wrestlemania and Wrestlemania it's everything else not just NXT, but Ring of Honor hmm. and Wale Mania and everything else. Uh, and WrestleCon, of course, there'll be a whole host of interviews that we've recorded there going up on the YouTube channel. And probably if you release this podcast as well uh, over the next few days, weeks, and probably months. Yep. <laughs> and if you're in Dallas, do come say hello. If you yeah, see absolutely. Yeah. Or just yell out of a car window. Yeah, that works earlier too. today. That, that was great. Too. We've had that happen twice so yes, far yeah. once on the street, once at the airport. Everyone's been super nice so far. Mm. Everyone yeah. that's come to say hello has been super nice. Keep that trend up. Don't, like, don't be an arsehole and come up but like, <laughs> but do that too because like my mates that like at least we have a story about it well my mates that doesn't this is a real job will love the story of people being arsehole to us more than they will kind so. so 10 questions all about Wrestlemania uh, shout your name wait for me to come to you but remember lads we're going to be here for a fair few more days here together so this is just for fun let's not make it too competitive here uh, question number one how many times has a new WWE champion been crowned at WrestleMania? This is the WWE Championship we're talking about, basically, and all the legacy that that entails. Is it? Does this include Raw and SmackDown? Universal know. and, okay. 18, 20, 22, or 24. How many times has a new WWE Champion been crowned at WrestleMania? Phil, if it's an old quiz, I'm going to go for one of the middle two. Uh, although you might have add, had to add some to this if it was an old mm. quiz, that's true. Uh, I'll go with 22. It's not 22. Uh, I haven't got the, the sound effects either. People will be so mm. thrown by this. <laughs> no, dear, that's wrong. <laughs> I'm not putting them in post. We've got far too much. <laughs> so there was... Oh, um, don't try and count them. No, I was, yeah, I'm not going to count them. <laughs> I'm going to go with 24. 
You said 22? Yeah. I go 24. It is 24 yeah. times. Of course, WWE Champion retained last year. And Drew McIntyre just sort of got screwed. Poor <laughs> bastard. He's been WWE Champion twice. Yeah. Hang on, to be fair though, he won and retained a title at WrestleMania. Before the, true, big, before yeah. the big show, after the show. No one's ever done that before. First ever WrestleMania dark match title match. <laughs> okay, um, which, question number two, which wrestler has the longest gap between WrestleMania appearances? Is it Tatanka, Ricky Steamboat, Jim Duggan, or Shane McMahon? Ooh. I think it's one of two. Phil, why not? I... I'm going to go with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. It's not Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. I think it's Tatanka. Yeah, that was going to be my other one. I, but I reckon if, if it is him, if that's even right, it's only going to be about one or two years. It is Tatanka. Yeah. Uh, WrestleMania he, 9 to WrestleMania 32. Oh, he's in the Battle Royal in Dallas that year. Yeah. So that, and I, was, I think Steamboat was... You both there? Oh, of course. I no, wasn't, I wasn't there. But Steamboat was 4 to 25. So there's only uh, one year in it. I was doing the arithmetic in my head. Uh, call back to uh, the What Culture Mania documentary now, oh. which we've all watched in the build to this. <laughs> Question number three. Haku almost punches Simon Miller after we <laughs> crash the Bullet Club bot party, but with which hand does he almost hit him? Bill. I think it's left. It is yes. the left hand. I, was, I, was I remember being so like, impressed at how what his left looks like. It's just such. <laughs> I love it. Filmed it, edited it, lived it. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. which one was it? How about, how about, was I so scared that I blocked it out of my mind completely? <laughs> okay, uh, question four. Who did Billy Bloody K pin to win the women's know this tag now. team titles Jesus, at WrestleMania 35? Bailey. Ah, uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It is yeah. Bailey. Uh, Beth, but he didn't say his name, so uh, Phil. <laughs> <Bailey>. <laughs> uh, yeah, Beth Phoenix hits her, but yeah. Billy Kay reaches up. And Iconics, illegal. How did that question go to there? <laughs> question five? Yeah, why not? Yeah. How much... Did Triple H's Bone Soldiers <laughs> allegedly get paid at WrestleMania 32? I think it was Sang Gatch yeah. who revealed this. Yeah. Uh, a price that whole NXT crew were doing it, weren't yeah. they? A price mm. that has hung heavy in the titty of Sang Gatch. Hamlet. See, I've got a what? I've got given the I've options here. Got I've an got amount in my head. 500 G's. It's not five hundred dollar dillery dingy doos. Can I have a wild guess, but then also hear the options if I'm wrong? <laughs> you can have, you can say what your wild guess is, and then hear the options, and I'll just not take it as you guess if you want. Say what you're going to say, and I'll give you the options. I was going to say two hundred and fifty dollars. The options are a hundred dollars, two hundred and fifty dollars, five hundred dollars, or a thousand dollars. Two hundred and fifty dollars, please. It is two hundred and fifty dollars. We're both in play without the options. <laughs> yeah. Fair play. Yeah, all I remember from that is, um, well, not all I remember, but I, that was legitimately a little bit terrifying, that entrance, I thought. Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie McMahon made me the reason for it. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was terrifying because you realised it was the main event of a seven-hour WrestleMania and Triple H had only just arrived. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, question six. Okay. 
How long was the main event of WrestleMania 9? Was it 11 seconds, 22 seconds, 33 seconds, or 44 seconds? Hamlet. 22 seconds. It is 22 seconds. What was the main event of WrestleMania 9, Michael Hamlet? Hulk Hogan. <laughs> this is your Kazuna for the WWE title that 22 seconds earlier Bret Hart had held rebuilt proudly in the months that that stupid big orange freak had been gone from the company. I've never hated It's the worst main event. They fixed it the next year. That was a big moment in my life. <laughs> I, for the first time, I remember watching it and thinking, I don't like what they're telling me to like. This does not feel right. And then didn't he didn't even appear on, I know it's a different time, but he didn't appear on Raw after WrestleMania, did he? Or anything no, like He worked zero televised matches between then and losing the belt to Yokozuna at King of the Ring. He took the belt to uh, New Japan and called it a toy and a drink it. Cool. He's a cool guy. <laughs> And like, and like, look, in the grand scheme of things, Hulk Hogan's said much worse. So like, <laughs> not from platform the wrong things here. Okay, question seven. Who entered the triangle ladder match at WrestleMania 2000 as the tag team champions? Hamlet. Oh, I mean, you probably know the three options here. Those <laughs> damn Dudleys. It was the Dudley Boys. Uh, quite a good match if I remember it was alright they made it count yeah maximise the old minutes <laughs> uh, okay question eight yes question eight which of these men didn't fight in the semi-finals of the brawl for all the final of which of course took place at Wrestlemania 15 Bart Gunn Droz The Godfather or Mark Merrow Phil uh, oh, questioning myself now. The Godfather. It's not the Godfather. Uh, he did beat. I think he got beaten by Bart Gunn in the semi Yeah, I think so. Despite the gimmick, I think it's Mark Merrow. It is Mark Merrow. I think he got. Which is a bloody shoot, wasn't it, dumbasses? Yeah. Despite the gimmick, I think he got knocked out of the first round twice. Because I think he got a second bite when somebody pulled out and he lost again. I think I'm sure that happened. Mark Merrow had two blasts in the first round. What a time. The worst thing, one of the worst things they've ever done, that is. Yeah, it's up there. Really up there. A shoot fight. With boxing gloves on. Boxing gloves. (laughs) You can't box. To get Dr. Death Steve Williams over. Yeah. He got injured. Yeah. And and then they fed Bargain to Butterbean. Yeah. And then punished him because he beat people in shoot fights. Yeah. (laughs) Question, uh, (laughs) Question nine. The Undertaker defeated Triple H at WrestleMania 27. To take the streak to what? Ooh. 17-0, 18-0, 19-0, or 20 and 0? Phil. Ah, uh, see, was I there was in person. at 28. Oh, this person. is 27. And I can't remember if it was 18-0 or 19-0 at 28. I'm going to go take it to 18-0. It's not 18 now. Which mania are we talking about here? WrestleMania 27. 27. And you said 18? I think I thought it was 18 too. I can't do maths. (laughs) It might be wrong. I wrote this quiz a long time ago. I'll say 17 then. It's 19. 19. 19. So hang on. I don't think he was on. Right, wait there. So he was 
he was Brock Lesnar was a one in twenty one and one. Yeah. So Undertaker made it to twenty one at WrestleMania twenty nine. Yeah. Which means at twenty eight it was twenty and zero. Mm-hmm. Which means at twenty seven. Nineteen. So he made it to nineteen. Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, I just can't do maths. Yeah. <laughs> That's. My other option was 17, so I was way off. <laughs> for the listeners, I was saying it out loud, obviously, counting on my fingers. Because I was trying to think because you said it, and I was like, so see? So see. <laughs> uh, right, final question. Which of these men did not compete in the inaugural Money in the Bank ladder match at WrestleMania 21? God, it was great when I used to be a part of it. I'm, I'm kind of glad it got his own. Pay-per-view to be honest, because it yeah. justified it. It's one of my. It's it's one of my favourite pay. It's my favourite pay-per-view outside of the big four. Yeah. WWE. They should maybe just do an IC title ladder match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Especially for yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Chris Jericho, Chris Benoit, Booker T, or Kane. Which of these men did not compete? Pamphlet. Um. You can call it. In his country, it's a chicken. <laughs> He's still a chicken. It's still Booker T. It is Booker T. Who was not competing in? I mean, what a first match that is! Out of the field, yeah. Shelty B running that ladder, yeah. Iconic. It's not bad. Like we haven't really got anything for you, lads. So you just want to just go bonkers with some ladders? Yeah. They should have the IC title match in a ladder match every year. Was it Brian who did that? Brian won it. Brian uh, won Ryder. it. Yeah, Brian won an absolutely sickening one, didn't he? Yeah. Like, I'd, like Ambrose. Is that with him when he was like, I'm back up, I'm back, and I'm atop the ladder, and I'm the headbutt some yeah. people. <laughs> and they don't have the big multi-man thing anymore because they're doing the Battle Royale and WrestleMania Smackdown. So yeah. why not have that? Mm-hmm. Like, you get eight people on a card, you could do hell of an for it maybe to actually <gasps> use up some TV time mm-hmm. that you're so desperate to use up and actually have some storylines built into it. Yeah. It could be really good. Never mind. Final <laughs> question, just for fun, there's no points on the line. I've like you've won 7-2. Okay. Whose is the last face that we see on the What Culture Mania documentary? Care to have a guess? Oh. I um, think I know. I'll go with um, Chris Thompson. Is that what you're going to say? Yes. It is oh, Chris good. Thompson. Snapping into a Slim Jim. Or is he just filming uh, Benoit snoring? I think it's him snoring. Is it him <laughs> snoring? I, you know, I think it is. It is, yes. He's filming his reaction. Yeah, to Benoit to just, snoring. I have to say, I'm very glad to be sharing, well, I'm sharing a room with Michael Hubbard, you're sharing with Simon Miller, and as of yet, no snoring problems. No snoring. Yep. Because... So far, so good. What a world. Because we really... It's a hectic trip. We, uh, we really do kind of need some sleep at some point. Yeah. And I, I will say, Chris Thompson is the last person to make jokes about snoring. Put <laughs> <laughs> that out there. Oh, love you, Chris, if you're listening. Right, let us know uh, how you got on, on the quiz and your thoughts ahead of WrestleMania 38 on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Well, actually, you can follow all three of us. Uh, you can follow Michael Hamflet at Michael Hamflet. You can follow Phil Chambers at Phil My Chambers. You can follow Simon Miller, of course, at Simon Miller 316. Uh, you can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE, uh, and make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Oh, we're gonna have a lot coming your way. We have got a mad few days uh, taking in all the the sights and sounds of WrestleMania weekend. But as we said, if you do spot us, do come up and say hello because 
What a fantastic weekend this always is for the wrestling community. But for now, this has been Wrestle Culture, the big WrestleMania 38 preview. My thanks to Phil Chambers, to Michael Hamfler. We'll deal with all the fallout for this on next week's WrestleMania, and it's probably going to be a lot less jolly. I've got to be honest. <laughs> but for now, my thanks to Phil, to Hamfler. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Wrestling in Dallas. Selling a little? Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.